Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm joined today by a lady, Liv Ronglen um, from Norway, all the way from Norway. And Liv's going to be talking to us today around how to transform the power of anger. So Liv, very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Tell us more. The power of anger. Well, I've always had a lot of energy in my uh, my body my soul i when i was little um i was high and low and running all and screaming and very loud kid and um i was raised between two brothers so um i think i all my you know all my energy and all my loudness i think my mom was a, a little afraid that i was too much and that could you know harm the environment and I don't know what but but she kept wanting to to slow me down and wanting to 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 shut me down and um, so my energy kind of and I of course as a kid you 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 conform you 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 want to fit in and you want to please your please your parents so I think I I shut down a lot of my energy, which was the fire energy. You know, uh, we have different uh, types, and some are you know more to air and water. But my, you know, primer power is fire. You know, the, the mm. sign, and so uh, it's fire energy. And when that's shut down, it comes to a point where it turns. I think it turns into anger. At least it did for me, and. Um, Raised, being raised between two brothers as well, I remember so much. I had, I felt I had to fight a little bit between the two. Yeah, I felt they were, you know, they were teaming up and they were teasing me. And since I, this anger, you know, this this fire came came bursting out, but it turned out to be to be anger, to be this, uh, you know, I was always told, oh, yeah, she has so much temper, you know, because I could, I could suddenly just explode mm. uh, when I felt that, you know, I hadn't been able to express my, my power and my fire in, in other ways. So, so I, for example, one time I came home from a, from a cross-country skiing tour and uh, it was something my, my brother, my younger brother said to me and I, I took Whatever it was, and I was so, you know, I was so fed up with all that, and I was so angry. I took something that was just close to me. That was an orange. It was the first thing I saw. And I threw the orange, just threw it through the room in, the, in his face, and it just broke. So that was me, you know. I was, I was exploding in this, you know, the, the, the fire power that I had inside that had not be, hadn't been able to, to find its place. 
Can I just come so, in there, Liv, for a moment? Yes. And you've mentioned um, energies such as fire, water. Do you just want to take a minute just to kind of give a, a brief insight into, because some listeners may not be quite aware of what this this fire, this water, this kind of stuff is that you're talking about. Do you want to give us a, just a brief insight around what that is? Okay, well, what I've learned is that we are all, you know, it's all the elements, the natural elements that we are all part of, you know, the, the air, the water, the, the fire, and the earth, you know, these four um, earthy um, or, uh, elements, holistic elements. And, uh, and the air, you know, the, you have um, a certain characteristic, and I, I know most of it from the fire. I am, I'm not going so deeply into the other. Um, but I know I'm, I, I, I've also um, uh, quite a lot of, uh, of air uh, in me. And the fire for me, it, it represents really the, um, the doing energy or the, the um, uh, you know, it can, it, it, can, it can also transform. That means, uh, you know, when, when something uh, is burning, you know, it really transforms the elements really fast. So for me, it, the, the, the fire energy, the fire represents um, a very powerful creative source. It's very creative and it has this, um, this essence of, of uh, transforming uh, other elements. You can, you know, a tree uh, if it, or a wood, you know, it can, it can just immediately get into ashes and from ashes it can grow something new. Mm -hmm. um, and also when we do healing work, um, we can bring in uh, a fire, uh, something that can, that can help us uh, actually transform that energy that's, that's uh, uh, being healed or coming out from, from, a, from a healing uh, with uh, burning. You know, you can, you can burn or you can, you can get a sage uh, um, leaves and, and burn it and it will you know the smoke and the, the the fire will actually transform easily more easily the the energy that uh, that needs to be transformed so um yeah so for me the this this uh fire energy has has a lot of power and has a lot of possibility to transform and it has a lot of creativity in it so that's for me yeah uh, a good, a good, um, you say, a good uh, way to look at uh, at how we're all built of, of various uh, various energies, various um, uh, yeah, parts of parts of the nature. Yeah, is it fair to say, Liv, that um, individually we have a predominant or a main energy, which may be fire, it may be water, it may be earth, it may be whatever, but that's naturally who we are. But because of life circumstances, we find ourselves actually adopting the role of another predominant energy, or, or is that not the case? Well, it could be, you know, absolutely. Uh, you're right that uh, at least how, how I see it, that we are, there's, there's usually one of the four that you, 
um, yeah, that are more predominantly or more more powerful in you, and um, and that you um, naturally uh, are more um, how to say it you you feel more at ease in that energy, you know, because that's what you what you really you know what your um, soul nature um, has has. Um, yeah, is more more made of you know. Yeah. Uh, and and also as we are all you know equally bits of the puzzle uh, in this big uh, universe universal weave or you know the puzzle of the universe, it's all equal. But we have to play our role um, to be as much true to ourselves as we can to fill that puzzle that you are. And so you're not supposed to adapt to others. Just look and say, oh, he, she's so nice. She's like that. And I want to be like that. Uh, or she gets so much attention from everyone. So I want to be like her. Maybe I can get as much attention. You, you dimension your life and you dimension. So you, you're not as true to yourself. And I think for many years, I think the fire energy, especially in women, but I don't know, maybe you have also some experiences around that, Paul, because I think that the fire energy can come up too much for the society in a way. You know, you, it's, it's, it, it sometimes it is felt like too much. In school, for example, when you, you sit on your little chair, and, you know, for me, I, th I think that the school system as it is today and, and has been, it's really not healthy, healthy for kids, not for the for the various. I mean, even the air and the water <laughs> and the earth element. The strong kids will will suffer a little bit. But I think for the fire people, you know, it's 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 really not the place you want to be because it's so limited. You can't you can't express yourself in all what you have uh, in that setting. So so I think yeah, when you when we have this. Um, the way the society wants us to be and and how it's uh, how it's played around i think that you suffer a little bit yeah by having that much fire and, and and that's why i ask that question because i know we spoke when we first met a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was around this um this anger theme and we'll get back on track with that in a moment but i think this is fascinating and there's certainly some key learning because we shared, didn't we, at that first uh, conversation around um, how our respective um, lives had been. And certainly mine was very anger-driven, anger very violent, um, because that's the behavior I learned as, a, you know, from a very, very early age. That was that was my model of the world. That's what I understood. It was called survival. Mm. Um, what I did is, is actually carry that model on into the world, into adulthood. And I carried it on for decades. Um, that was my, that was the reality of my world. So in terms of and 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 as we're t as we're speaking, Liv, I'll actually go in on a resource there on on my phone and, and have a look at this kind of dynamic. Won't in interrupt the flow of our conversation because uh, I do want to keep this focused on anger because I know there's some great learning there um, for for listeners. But I found myself living a lie. And that's why I ask you the question, is it possible for us to, I don't know, be predominantly adopt that focus energy of fire um, when actually that's not really who we are at our true core self? 
and and I can personally sort of say that fire is is a, is a label. Oh yeah, I'm fiery, and you know, put out this aggressive persona and this energy. What it was really doing was was a self, It was a masquerade. It was a protection mask to say, please don't come too close to me because I'm vulnerable. I'm hurting. I'm insecure. And it won't take much to, you know, to tip me over the edge. And I've been tipped over the edge a few times. So this whole kind of facade of being fiery and it was a lie. It was an absolute mm. lie. And that's so that's why I ask you that question. Mm. Mm. So flipping back onto the anger then, uh, Liv, how did, you know, obviously you've shared with us, you know, the the early influences of, um, you know, your childhood with, with your two brothers and how throwing oranges. Um, I think they want to be grateful it was only an orange. Where I come from, it was knives. <laughs> knives and bottles. But anyway, that's another story. Um, so how did that then carry on? Because when we learn that behaviour from a from an early age, um, Liv, isn't it true that we... We take that through with us, as I, you know, I certainly did, and I know from the countless people I've spoken to with challenges. Normally, that kind of source is from that childhood, that learned behaviour, that habit, that way of being. Um, so, how did yours then sort of unfold from childhood into into adolescence and then into into adulthood? Well, I think what I did was that, um, and it's true. I mean, you you live a little bit not not necessarily on a lie, but you live on others' expectations to you. At least I did. And how I, what first started was, and my first reaction to this uh, was that I became a rebel. Um, and I wanted to rebel, um, especially towards my mom. So I did everything that she didn't want me to do. Um, so she didn't want me to, uh, you know, to, to go out abroad and be a, a travel guide, for example, or go to the, to the States when I was 17. I wanted just to get out, you know. So I, so what it brought to me when I look at it in retrospective, what, what that, you know, um, that I, I didn't feel I could be myself in, especially towards her, made me, discover the world because I was, I was then became a rebel. That was my defense mechanism or whatever. That was my action. I became mm. a rebel and I wanted to do everything that she, so that brought me to a really adventurous life. I went to the States when I was 17 um, and stayed with a the family there in North Carolina. I, I started um, university, but then I dropped that because I wanted to see more of the world. So <laughs> I, I went out to, to, to be a travel guide and I used this uh, also, I think, to say, okay, so I will show, I will show them, them, you know, in a way that I, what I can do. Um, and, and it became that kind of, of um, action. And I really love what I did, but in a way I was also kind of doing it on maybe on the wrong, how do you say, not from the right place. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I became, you know, um, I went, went into management and I went to Geneva and I, I went, I had my family with me and I was really, you know, um, high up in management. But what you meet when you get high up in management is strong power games, you know, you meet mm. power games. And that I couldn't take because 
my soul is really naive. I'm really a naive person, you know, like I, I trust, I, I do trust people really, you know, without um, um, measures more or less. And then if you're not careful, you can be really hurt. And so I became, you know, because I was on this, uh, so I had come really high up in management, but the power game that, that was there got me really sick. And so I started then to really dig in, you know, what is this? You know, I'm really, I'm really on the side of my soul. I, you know, I, I, I've done, I've, I've, you know, fight, fought, you know, I've, I've become this strong lady because uh, of my brothers and of course of this rebel, but I haven't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not using my, my heart and my soul and, so I felt really off, you know, and I, I really became so sick. I became physically sick and I was off work for six weeks, seven weeks, and I started doing yoga. I, you know, I was really just, how can I get back into my, my true self? Um, so it was, it was that, you know, I was really to an edge of, of my, uh, how do you say, my, my other uh, way or my way of coping. Um, and that brought me into something where I really started soul searching and started to to discover my true self, um, which was which made me quit my job and do and do really other other things for for a while, um, which was really necessary. <laughs> this is fascinating, so, Liv, because what's emerging here for me in this conversation is is something that seems to be emerging almost well consistently to a to a conversation now with 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 certainly with podcast guests around this if i'm hearing you correctly around this confusion uh between this spiritual substance and this practical perception of i need to be this externally driven influence of um you know you will do this you will do that you or you need to do that or i need to do this you know i call them silver trinkets they're out there i need to have a top job i need to be in power i need to dominate i need to be a leader and all this stuff and and i did that for years live um for no other reason now i understand peeling back the layers to masquerade that underlying insecurity i couldn't even face myself internally and that is where everything you know you can run away as far as you want and you can get your five bedroomed villa you can have your yacht you can have this the wealth and all that show out there that says look at me i'm successful but mm. if it's not inside forget it because it'll only it'll only sort of fall away so it's interesting how as I say, I'm having this conversation regularly now with people, very regularly around this kind of dilemma, this challenge, this confusion around, you know, um, I think Tim Galway sort of caught on a different context, but he, he referred to the inner game of tennis where this one minute we're doing that. And I think that prevails in all our lives um, around the spiritual substance v practical uh, perception Um think it's so easy now just to look back live and say actually it was never a competition but you don't know what you don't know and at the time you know being that number one getting first win at all costs i will lead i will do you know all those i i i me 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 you realize i think as you get more spiritually aware 
Uh, and as you grow older and mature, generally, I think you just think, well, what's the point? Why, why do I, why do I, why do I do all this? Because I've got a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or or a nice car on this. That car's got no emotion. It doesn't give me any love. It gives me status, but that, that can come and go. That changes like the weather. So was I writing sort of, you know, was I empathising correctly there, Liv, in terms of what I've just said? Did, did that resonate with you? Was that kind of, you know, is that a reflection of what was going off? Well, a little bit. I was never into very much of the big houses and the cars and all that, but I, I wanted to have influence and I still do, but in another way, you know, I want, because I was in the humanitarian business, I was in the Red Cross. And I chose the Red Cross because I really, you know, my heart really wanted to help, you know, to be um, someone who, who, would, who would help people, who would, you know, be able to uh, help people who, who, who didn't have much or who, 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 who were in crisis. But I found myself, you know, in, um, I, I didn't feel at all that I was helping, helping anyone because, because I was in, in the management position, even though I was, I think I was an okay manager. I am a people person, so I was an okay manager, but, but I was, you know, when you don't feel you're true to yourself, um, it's just doesn't work. You know, it's just, uh, it's just the fash. It's just something that happens. And, and like, yeah, you can say you, you, someone wants, you know, wants to show off with, with the cars and, but I just think, yeah, I wanted to, oh, I don't know, I wanted to, yeah, to, to have influence and to be able to, to, to lead, but in a way that, you know, I, I couldn't take all, all, all of that stuff that was in that position, you know, in yeah. that management. That's when I saw really what, at that time, you know, when you, or everyone <laughs> was fighting to, because we were reorganizing that. The headquarters in Geneva, and and uh, there there were you know someone someone's going to let lose something and gain some you know, and then the, this power gain started, and that's when I realized who I who I really was because I I couldn't take it, I could not play that game, mm. you know, my soul could not play that game. I was too, I was too naive or too I don't know, and that's when I got really sick, you know, because then I really met my outer me or my inner me met and. You know, it was just uh, the inner me. I think just then took over and said, "Just quit." You know, you can't, yeah. you can't do this. This is this is hurting you. It was hurting my soul. You know that power game, and uh, and I learned so much from that crisis. It was really a, a oh, you know, went into the wall. Whatever. I, I learned so much because I really had to go all the way into you know the little little child of me that was in there and. And look at her and see, okay, leave. What is you know, how how is this? Uh, you know, what, what what would you like to do? And she just wants to play, and she wanted to, you know, be active with her body, and you know. So I had to really go and find her and say, okay, so let's go together, let's play. And uh, so it was a very steep learning curve, but a very important one. And after that, that's when I started to transform the fire energy into something really powerful. Um, because that when I came back from Geneva and I had, you know, I really realized I was still, you know, that, that's when I took a position where, where actually I was had a really a boss that I couldn't cope with. 
So that's when I really said, okay, now I'm doing, I have to do serious transformation now because uh, this is not working for me. And so that's when I started really on this spiritual way where I actually, um, yeah, got, got into something called leadership by heart where, I, where, um, where we really look into our soul and, uh, and when transform started, when energy transforming started, I had so much sound that wanted to get out. It was incredible. And in, in these safe surroundings, you know, when someone is holding you in transformation, yeah. you can just do whatever. And, and he said to me, you know, my, my mentor at that time, he said to me, just let it come out as it wish, you know, let your soul speak or sing or whatever. And I came out with so much sound. It was incredible. And it was sound, it was singing, and it was shouting, and it was whatever. And I let it just do it. Uh, and it was, and I could feel my whole body transform. It was physically transformation. I felt my body shift. Yeah. Uh, it was incredible. It was really incredible. And that's when I felt, oh my God, what power we have inside. What incredible power we have. If we just, you know, in a positive way, when we let it flow in that form, it's, it's supposed to be or it wants to come out not in the control form so yeah so that's why why i said you know how much power it is behind anger or a lot of our other you know feelings uh, or what you what you can sense you have inside it's uh, it's beyond measures it's so so big i love what you said there Liv, about that little girl and that's an example that i use when working with people around you know that little boy that little girl um let her go out and play in the wellies when it's raining and jump in the puddles and you know just this innocence of this inner child that that we all still have despite you know the 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 advancing years of our adulthood and all the you know the plasters that um, have been stuck up on us are these labels of you are this you are that I expect this you should do that and all this limiting stuff that you know we embrace for many years and believe it is actually us. So what I love there, Liv, that that contrasting example about as you've progressed. It, um, you know, to be this sort of free, liberated spirit now, this heart, heart-centered person, the true live, if you will. In that contrast to that, dare I say, and you used a word, um, and I'm going to challenge you on that word in a in a loving, respectful way. You used the word naive. Mm. It's I I cannot and do not accept it's naive. Um, I think what we have is the and it brings in that question of duality because as soon as we make a statement like you know i am a young girl you're also offering a contra statement of i am not an old woman so it's the yin and the yang so for every statement you make today it's it's daytime so it's not nighttime the shopping bag is heavy so it's not light you know, there's this constant duality in our life once we stick a label to something. So that's, I think, what, what is, is massively powerful there for me, Liv, what you said around this this um, this little girl wanting to play and the way she's emerged into this, like, soulful spirit. I would say she's not naive. I would say she's immensely powerful, immensely powerful because she's got the wisdom 
of her higher self to actually protect that little girl within her. It's almost like I've got a little brother with inside me and he's, you know, he likes to play and he likes to, you know, I don't know, play football in the street and kick a tin can around or, or whatever it is, you know, all these innocent things that children do and explore and, and whatever. Yeah. So I kind of embrace that little boy inside me and say, do you know what? You go and play because part of my world um, and my understanding around duality, and it's all wrapped up in awareness, I can observe that situation. So on a human level, when the little boy wants to play up and get angry and frustrated, because that's called being human, mm. do you know what? That's okay. That's okay, but don't let it don't let it hang around for too long. Just as we, we might say live to our, our own children when they're young and they're you know the tantrums kick in and, and, and whatever, it's like okay, stop that. That's not acceptable behaviour. And we challenge that lovingly and respect and so why do we not do that to ourselves? And that's around having that awareness. Um, I learned this a few years ago when I was in um, um, in the sort of uh, seminar, uh, Deepak Chopra seminar, and the question was asked of him, um, do we ever get to the stage where we're sorted? And he said, well, what's this word? What do you mean by sorted? I think he knew what we meant. Um, and his answer was No because it's wrapped up in awareness and awareness and consciousness they're they're ever increasing they're infinite aren't they they're infinite so you're never going to catch that and sort that one but we we raise that but what he said was and i believe this um we learn to catch it so if we get angry and we get frustrated it's fine okay observe paul you're starting again aren't you catch it and have a word with that little boy or that little girl that's feeling lonely vulnerable fearful i think that's the word we're looking for Liv, would you agree with that 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 choice we have that awareness we have between fear and love and when that little child comes out and fear that manifests itself in a certain way and it's up to us the higher self as the lover to say i know it'll be okay mm. would you does that resonate with you would you can you can you relate to that Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and I think uh, it's yeah, it's we shouldn't go from you know um, uh, oh I was like that before and now I'm like this uh, because we are so much and we need to look at that um, uh, duality and be uh, or uh, yeah the yin and the yang you know because we are all. Uh, at least we try to be all balanced, uh, yeah. as balanced as we can be. It's all about balance, yes. you know, in life. Yes. Uh, so if it become too extreme, you know, you can also look at, at least in, in my experience, I have also seen, you know, in the spiritual world or, or those, you know, you know, wanting to, to, to look in that, into that world can also be too, too extreme in a way, you know. So it's all about it's all about balance for me, and um, uh, and what was interesting now um, on the last gathering I was uh, when I met you, yeah. um, we had this chakra dance uh, one morning, and that was extremely interesting to feel into myself at that point because I really felt that the the inner masculine and the inner feminine power or f energies were merging we're merging into each other and we need both yes 
So we need so much. We need the doer, masculine power, and we also need the receiving feminine, um, you know, to put it in shablon, you know, it's not like that. In, in, but that's the that, that to, to, to pick one one quality maybe you know that's the doer and the receiver or it's the doer and the being and to have both of them in balance that makes such a difference to to how you feel and how you how you how you act in 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 the world because because um yeah you you need both like you said you need the dark you need the, you need the the sun you need you need both. You need yeah. the balance. So, so and not to place it, place ourselves in. Oh, I'm in that category. That's yeah. me. You know, in that category. Because we are, we are so much. And if we just open to that, that we are so much. You know, we can have so much more, more. Um, what do you say? Rich, rich life. If you don't start to limit yourself again after transforming. You know, I was like that, but now I like that. You are endless. You're so much, and you can transform again, and you can change again, and and there are, there's a there's just a continuation of the ride in a way. Absolutely, hundred percent. Hang on to the ride, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I I align that with my ABC model, which you've you've used the word there, creativity. So that's the C. So the A is awareness. Everything starts with awareness. Because we don't know what we don't know. Just because we don't know it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, obviously. So mm. our starting point is, okay, we're going to go on a journey now. So I'm going to jump in my car and I'm going up north or I'm going down south or east or west or whatever. But we can't really plot a course unless we know where our starting point is. And I think so many people, uh, myself included, for many years got hooked up. Yeah, but I should be further down the line than where I am. Well, you're not. Mm. You are where you are, accept yeah. it. And that's yeah. a great starting point. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm 40 years old and, 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 and him down the road, he's got six Ferraris and, uh, and I've only got a bicycle. Beware, beware comparison. And mm. there's all this stuff. So the starting point and the acceptance uh, for me, Liv, is the awareness because that is growing all the time, all the time. There's no right, there's no wrong. But I think the only the only responsibility we have to ourselves on that is to keep growing the b and this is the the filling in the sandwich really is the beliefs because they can mm. either serve us or not and i think that's key and you know to to give insights around belief um beliefs how they're shaped we've spoke about this haven't we in this in this conversation about your early experiences of you know with your two brothers throwing the orange and you know this suppression and what have you um and that formed a belief system uh, i was kind of humorously when you was talking there live thinking maybe as a parent then knowing what i know i would have done some reverse psychology on you and said right <laughs> you will go to america and you just said no i won't well, good because I don't yes. want you to go. <laughs> but anyway, that, that was, would have worked probably. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know why that came into my head, but anyway. So the B is the beliefs, which is, as I say, the filling in the sandwich for me. But the the the, the key live for me that unlocks all of this is what you've alluded to: the creativity to to step out of that conventional understanding, that conventional knowing, to embrace higher levels of awareness and think, okay. Just because it's always been this way, because 
I've been told from an early age it's that way. That doesn't make it right. Why don't I go on a voyage um, of discovery and and find out what what my life my life is all about me not mm. what you or you or you would like or believe or think I should do but me mm. and it's probably and I have this conversation with people in my family um sort of semi regularly around you know the lessons I've learned as um as a parent um you know because there is that kind of, there was for me anyway, with that need to control, that anger, um, that insecurity, that vulnerability. I wanted to control, I needed to control, but that was about me. And that letting go to say, well, you know, you may be my my son, my daughter, my wife, my mother, what have you, but I don't own you and you don't own me. And it's about dancing in harmony together with our energies around who we really are isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely and i think when i look at you know now i have uh, this decided to stop um I, I worked in the red cross for 25 years it was a lovely really a good job and a lot of interesting things but it was just for me it was i was ready to step out of that um system you know because it's a hierarchy hierarchy it's uh, very, you know, you you become like a like one part of a big system, mm -hmm. and it's not freedom. And I long for that freedom. I think my little girl, when I started to listen to her, you know, it was freedom, 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 freedom that came up. You know, yeah. she wanted freedom, and uh, so I stopped. And now now I'm I'm self-employed, and I have all the freedom in the world. You know, I I can really decide what to do, when to do it. And, uh, and I'm so happy with it, you know, but my surroundings say, oh, but you used to have this position like that. And, you know, you were in that and, you know, is, and what about your pension and what about this? And, you know, it's really taking worries, you know, uh, on their self for my life. Uh, and I said, you know, you don't need to worry about me. I am so happy with what I'm doing right now because I'm doing nonviolent communication, you know, yeah. Uh, teaching people how to actually, uh, you know, how to respond to their to their feelings in a different way yeah. um, that they used to, and maybe also be speaking to to their loved ones and even or if they're teachers, speaking to their pupils in a nonviolent way, and you can see how that really transform um, the relationship because when you speak about your own feelings and needs. And you speak about um, what you want and without accusing the other for making you feel that way. You know, it's this way. And to teach that, it's so meaningful for me. It's so near to my heart. And so when I'm doing that, I'm in my full, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm so happy. And so that's what I want to do. I want to do that. And I want to do my healing massage, which I do as well. So I have these two things that I do. Dialogue. And, uh, and I'm so happy and I don't need that, you know, that position of being manager or, you know, I, I need to really be doing the, these yeah. things that I, that I love and that I feel meaningful and that when I feel I can really, you know, be myself and, and talk from my heart and, and that's, you know, so that's, um, that's really, uh, you know, the transformation made, made it to another, to another world where I have the freedom and I'm doing what I love.
uh, what more can you expect of life? You know, <laughs> that's that's really yeah. Right. If, you, if I'm hearing you correctly, Liv, if I'm hearing you correctly, and please challenge yeah. me if I'm if I'm not, um, what I'm hearing is because you mentioned the speaking word four times. And you also mentioned the heart word. So what I'm hearing is your progression from this fear, this anger, to where you are in this life of freedom now, fulfillment and, and happiness and everything. As that emerges, a result from speaking from your heart. What again? How has, has it, that emerged um, for you as a result of you now speaking from your heart? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This this has really... I'm speaking from my heart Um Truly, and uh, I listen to my inner child. I listen to my young lead in a way, and I'm merging everything then uh, into what I really, you know, the experience I had from 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 my life. Uh, but what, when when I'm doing my work, uh, I'm speaking from my heart. And it when you speak from your heart, it's it it it's uh, so powerful. It's so powerful. So people. People that, that, you know, I meet and I speak this, I, I tell about this, um, you know, from the nonviolent communication, for example, it really, you know, they, it really, for them, it really uh, works because uh, it's like I'm not performing anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just speaking my heart. I'm speaking from my heart. And that then you don't need so, to perform or to, to, to do something. It's just coming. It's just really coming. Uh, in the way it should, so it's it's something very uh, yeah, it's very powerful and it's it's very soothing and you f you, f you really feel at ease with it. You know, it's not it's not something that you feel you need to to prepare very much or you know, it's it's really coming easily. You know, when you speak in your heart, so um, so that's that's a that's a gift. That's a that's a really um, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Just listening to you there, Liv, this is a note of humour, but I was listening there to you speaking passionately about speaking from our hearts. I thought, wow, this speaking from our heart stuff must be really good. I might form a podcast with that name one day. <laughs> You're so right, Paul, to do that. You're so right, because I think everyone has uh, it, uh, the passion. You know, everyone has something that they're here to speak yeah, or to do. Absolutely. Or, and yeah. we can encourage, and you, with your podcast, you can encourage people to really find that, you know, to step out of that performance and someone else's wish for them or, you know, what you want to please others or what you, all of us have, have experienced doing. Uh, and to, to find that gold inside where, where, where you actually start speaking from your heart or doing from your heart. Um, that's when the world can transform because that's what we all, when we all start to get much more peaceful and we don't have to bite anyone. We, you know, and, and that radiates, you know, when you start speaking from your heart, it's radiating and your light is much more, more strong and shiny. And, and that's when you start to actually influence, as I said before, I wanted to influence people, but from the wrong place. Now I am influencing people but from my heart and it's no performance. It's no kind of, you know, plan or how to say, it's not tactic around mm. it. It's just pure 
passion and love and so so that's influencing uh, yeah yeah and that's speaking from our hearts. I mean, this I hadn't planned to do that. I, I don't plan anything, Liv. I turn up, I show up for and host a conversation and it goes where it goes. Um, as mm. you know, from the top of this conversation, we agreed on, you know, the focus of what you would like to talk about. You know, you're the you're the guest and your message will be honoured and your voice will be heard. Um, so we gave it to, well, you gave it a working title and we've ended up in this fascinating journey of discovery with this dialogue. So I hadn't sort of planned to say this, but I think it just feels right. And if it feels right, it is right. So I'm going to yeah. say this around speaking from our hearts. Um, the 100th episode is coming up soon. And um, um, with, or let me rephrase that, I'll be recording the 100th episode soon. Um, so there might be a bit of crossover. But what's transforming with speaking from our hearts to get people's voices out there and this this nature, this this healing nature of exactly what we've spoken about, Liv, um, there's now a Facebook group uh, with the same name. Um I am doing a book series where co-authors are invited in to tell their story. So if they don't want to speak verbally, they can speak through the written word. And that's, I think, but, and I'm also forming a Speaking From A Hearts charity as well. So there is a global, I've got a global focus on this. And it's, you know, when we talk about fire, my fire within that live is my early years experiences that then led to decades of despair and darkness and depression and all these labels that I thought were mine because they'd been bestowed upon me until mm. I had that realisation that, no, no, they're not. I don't want them anymore. It's not who I am. They're not defining me. And so there's this whole movement now unfolding and it's gathering momentum quite rapidly. It's not officially out there. And I'm going to have to be careful here because obviously I've got this on a more sort of um, strategic, you know, when you're putting something big together, you plot it, and you plan it, and you put the nuts and bolts in and, and you get everything right as an engineer. What I love what's happening, the universe, she's coming along and she said, Paul, look, stop trying to control it. I'll show you how it's done. And that's what's happening. And that's what. Yeah, so that, thank you for that inadvertent sort of intro there to <laughs> live to uh, speaking from our heart. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. It's so okay. important. Um, yes. Liv, is there, if you could get, I always ask guests this because I think it's such a powerful, it puts you on the spot a bit, but I think it's such a powerful message for listeners and, you know, from a guest perspective and say, if there is one thing, and it's a massive question, but if there was one thing or one piece of advice or one message or, or, or piece of inspiration or whatever you could leave now with the listeners, what would it be? Well, I will say, um, listen inside, you know, listen and find uh, your little child or your inner voice and start working from there, start to, to listen really inside, and you need to, to, to you know to be in silence or meditate or do something to, to listen because it's so much noise out there. Yeah. So it's not obviously it's not obvious. You know, you need to really pay attention and be silent and but listen and try to you know unfold your life from within mm -hmm. uh, because if you as you said the awareness and the being in the now. And, and living from your heart is so much more fulfilling than any top position or big car or whatever you can 
you can see around in physical world it's so much more and we're all longing for that inner peace yeah. you know and when we get inner peace we will transform the the world that's yeah. you know inner peace creates other peace you cannot do the other way around and so that's that's my at least that my that's my learning and that's what i really would like to say to people to 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 find that space in yourself that knows you know the knowledge is there the wisdom is there you just need to listen absolutely yeah i think we've already said Liv, you know there's so much stuff in the world just because we don't understand it or agree with it or know about it doesn't mean it's not there i use mm. the wind as a classic example well what color is the wind what shape is it well, i don't know i can't see it also if you can't see it then it's not there oh it's there and I think mm. that's that leap of faith that we take. To, okay, what does love look like then? What what colours love? What what shape is love? What you know? How does that feel when you touch it? Well, you can't. All right. Mm. Maybe we need to have a leap of faith then and say, well, if these two things that are very very apparent in our in our lives, love, wind, I'm sure there's a hell of a lot more. Mm. maybe we need that faith to go on a voyage of discovery and prod and poke and see what's out there because maybe just maybe we might find our true selves then okay um Liv that's been fascinating so how can people get hold of you or contact you if they want to know more about you the work you do what, what's your contact details well right now I have uh only the e email and my um and my phone but I'm working on the website and uh, yeah, some other stuff that I want to, you know, to tell. But I wanted it to be, you know, to really feel uh, inside first. What is it really that I want to, you know, want to say, and uh, what is it that I really do? And now I have that. Now I'm I'm very sure of what I can, you know, this wow. is, this is what I do. Wow. Um, but my email, um, we can maybe, you can maybe post, I don't know, you can put it somewhere. Yeah, it's, yes, uh, we can, please, live. yeah. Yeah, it's the easiest way. And also, I'm on Facebook and the messenger there. It's easy to, to get to know me or to, to contact me. So, so, so far, it's these two, two you know, uh, places where it's easier to, easiest to contact me. Okay, well, we'll put those details in the show notes, um, Liv, along with your bio. Do you want to, yeah. uh, for the benefit of the listeners here and now, do you want to give us your email address? Are you okay to do that? So it's Liv, L-I-V, yeah. dot Wrongland, and it's R-O-N-G-L-A-N. Yeah. Uh, and then it's um, at gmail.com. Gmail.com. As I say, these will be in the show notes along with your uh, bio. So uh, live.wrongland at gmail.com. And as you say, you're on Facebook as well. So, uh, okay. Um, before we sign off then, finally, Liv, is anything else you'd like to add? I mean, I put you on the spot with that. You know, what is that one message? Maybe, um, you know, there's something else, uh, a quick share that you'd just like to sign off with? Yeah, well, I will just uh, copy you. I think uh, speak from your heart because that is powerful. Right. Well, I think after that brilliant plug, Liv, and, and you haven't been paid for that, by the way. Well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anywhere to go from from there um, other than to say thank you to uh, the listeners for, for being part of this and uh, yeah, keep loving and, um, yeah, be prepared to uh, take that leap of faith to find the real you. You might be very, very pleasantly surprised as to what you find. 
So until the take, until the next time, yeah, I think Liv said it. Just keep speaking from our hearts. Hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success. <laughs>